Hello, so today I'm going to do my final book review for Miss Northerner's class. And first off, I'm going to read all the books that I have read this second semester. I started off by reading Hamlet by Shakespeare, again, and I also read The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. I also read The Selection Series, which is a six-book series by Kiera Cass. I read The Scarlet Pimpernel by Baroness Amuska Orsky, and I read Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers, which is the book I'm going to be reviewing today. And first off, I'm going to start off by um, describing the plot. So it starts out with her mom, and she lives in a small cottage with her, and she tells us and describes to us our, uh, her situation. And her mom uh, was kind of the side woman for her father, and so she was never really appreciated, but she um, refused to get rid of her child um, in order to stay with him, and that ended up to be Sarah. And Sarah will be the main character of uh, Redeeming Love. It's a really good book. But what ends up happening is her mom dies, her uncle sells her off to a rich family who he thinks is going to treat her well, um, adopt her, have her as this like adopted child brought in, treated really well. And it turns out he drops her off. They accidentally actually kill him because he saw what was going on and she is now in sex trafficking. This book is extremely heavy but it's so good and she gets abused for years and years and she ends up escaping and going to California and we learn there that she was homeless for a really long time and she had to go around and um, like sleep by the docks and we learn that it's in the 1800s. So California is just now being um, discovered as a nice place to live. And people are starting to migrate there. And anyways, so she's gorgeous. And throughout the book, you see all these men like throwing themselves at her for her beauty. And this woman finds her and walks up to her and is like, hey, do you want a job? Do you want a place to sleep? Do you want food? Of course, she's homeless, so she's going to say yes. And she ends up going to a brothel, and she is taken there and treated horribly. She's abused past imagination, and it's awful. But this man named Michael is in the town, and he has his own little cabin, and he sells fruit. He's a farmer. And he's in town selling all of his things, and he's walking along with this man, and he sees her with going on her morning walk, and he falls in love with her. And this story is actually a rewriting of the story of Hosea and Gomer in the Bible. And Michael is representative of Hosea. So, of course, God tells him, uh, Michael, this is your future wife. And, of course, he's ecstatic. Like, this gorgeous woman that he sees walking down the street is going to be his wife. And he asks his friend, who is this woman? Like, I need her. And his friend continues to tell him, man, you are not going to get her. She is, like, the hardest to get, the most expensive at the brothel. Like, you will not 
be able to get to her at all. Like, she won't leave. And no guy has ever been able to get to her because she has a lot of trauma. Like, a lot of trauma. And we love her, though. Anyways. Um, so what happens is he ends up just going, being like, you know what, God? I'm going to go. I'm going to convince her to leave with me and go on my farm and have a nice, peaceful life. And so he pays to go see her for 30 minutes, and he goes in there, and he's like, so, do you want to come away with me to my farm? And she's like, no, like, let's just do what you came here to pay for. And he was like, no, like, I paid to talk to you. And she's like, why would you ever pay to talk to me? He was very blunt, and he should not have been, but he realized that later. He's like, you are my future wife. And, of course, she thinks this is absolute uh, crap. Like, she does not believe this at all. I mean, if you I mean, if you did walk up to someone and was like, hey, I'm going to marry you, they would not believe you. Um, so he ends up coming night after night trying to convince her to leave with him, start a new life where she can be happy because she's absolutely miserable at this brothel. She's being abused tremendously. And so what happens is one night she gets um, attacked so badly and um, it's because that she's not doing enough services. It's awful and she just wanted to rest and so she almost died right then and there but Michael came because he's amazing and said, hey, I'm going to marry you right now and take you away to my house and save you. So he got the marriage done, and um, he took her back to his house, and um, he ended up saving her life and taking care of her, but she was furious with him. She hated him because um, he was a Christian, and she thought it was just absolutely ridiculous, and she wanted to go off and live in her own little cottage just like her mother and it's really sad because you can see the parallel in her life compared to her mother's life. And right now it looks like she's going down the same path. She's being used and she has a chance for redemption, but she keeps on wanting to go back to her own ways. And she ends up running away and that causes a huge conflict. And that's the main conflict throughout this whole thing is she keeps on running away from Michael and everyone throughout the entire book is telling him, Michael, just let her go. She's not coming back. And the first few times he does chase her and he gets her back. And she goes like with him and everything looks fine. And then he starts talking about kids because their marriage ends up being saved. And... She remembers that she cannot have kids because one of the people uh, stopped her from having kids whenever she was being trafficked. Um, and that was a really big grief for her because she really, really wanted kids with this man. She was in love with him. He finally convinced her of her own self-worth and everything. And it, this is by years, by the way. This didn't just magically happen overnight. But to sum up the book, anyways. So she runs away again because she has this friend named Miriam. And she's like, you know what? Miriam can have him. Um, Miriam can have his kids. He'll be happy. Because she wanted a future for him. That was better than she could provide. And so she ended up running away. 
and she started a house where she could take in girls who are being trafficked like her and teach them skills and help them settle down, find lives, um, and establish themselves, or if they were young enough, even get adopted. And that's what she does for years and years and years. And then one of Michael's friends who hated her because she was um, in a brothel, and he comes and he's like, hey, you know what? I hated you, but Michael really wants you back. And he feels awful because he thought she ran away to another brothel, but she didn't. She saved herself and a bunch of other people. And so she goes back and they start a lovely life. I love the ending of the book. Um, they have lots of kids in the end, God's miracle, because her name was originally Sarah, and Sarah in the Bible had lots of kids when she was originally really old and she was not expected to have any kids. But by some miracle by God, she had kids. And that's um, why her name is important. But I will actually get to her name real quick. Throughout the entire book, Michael calls her by different names depending on how she acts, like biblical names. Um, she went by Angel a lot because that's what she went by at the brothel. And he did not like that name. So he ended up calling her whatever she acted like. And that was a huge theme because at the end, it was this um, big like crescendo whenever she finally said her name. And it was really romantic for him. And it really showed the redeeming love in the book that um, the author wanted to create for Sarah and her life. Okay, what I'm about to say next might sound a little crazy, but what I think is the uh, best character trait that describes Sarah would be devotion. And it sounds crazy to say that because she ran away so many times and she also cheated on her husband. But it wasn't devotion to Michael that made her so devoted. I think what made her devoted was her devotion to herself and her dreams to um, follow the future that she wanted instead of the future that other people wanted for her. Um, she ended up finding what out, finding out what she wanted, but along the story, um, it changes. And at the beginning, she worked really hard for um, what she wanted. She even got a job and saved up for um, her dreams. Like when she wanted to start the house for the girls who were being trafficked at the end of the book, she got a bunch of old rich men together and said, hey, I have this great idea and this is what I would do with it. Can you help me um, financially support this? And she worked really hard to um, fund her dreams and so it's not necessarily devotion to other people, such as Michael, but more like devotion to herself and her relationship with God. Because at the end, she um, realizes his love for her. And it's amazing. Um, I think her devotion throughout the book is really amazing because you wouldn't expect that from someone with such a hard past and it's so easy to give up on what you want 
But I just love that she didn't, and um, she stayed committed to following her dreams. And I think her character traits affect other characters by um, her not really caring what happens um, to them. And it has kind of the negative side of her devotion, and she's kind of blindsided to how this will affect others. Like, she loved Michael so much, and she left him so that he could um, have children with another woman and he could be happy. And she was also devoted to him having a good future because she loved him and her dreams, and she felt that it was good to separate from him so that they could follow their dreams. But it did have a negative impact in many situations, like her friendship with Miriam. Um, Personally, I didn't really like Miriam. She was really annoying, but um, she really impacted the storyline with how she carried herself around Sarah and how she treated her. She treated her very differently because Sarah behaved so much differently than all the other people that um, were in the book around her age. And um, it carried her into some friendships that you would not expect a character like her to be in. Um, Especially like one of the girls that she meets at the end of the book, end of the book, who she co-founds the center for girls with. And I would rate this book a 10. I absolutely adored it. This book was amazing on so many levels because it created depth. It created reason. There was a reason for everything. And the author embodied this really well in the way she wrote And um, I just love the characters that she created.